0: This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast. Welcome back to Hello Healthy. I'm your host, Caitlin White. And today we have on the show Dr. Karen Tamala, Chief of Women's Health at Clinica Sierra Vista, to tell us what you need to know about pregnancy and the COVID-19 vaccines. So first, let's get into how the vaccine works. Can you give us some background on the types that are out now? Sure.
1: So there are currently three approved types. The FDA has issued an emergency use authorization for three different vaccines. The first to be approved was Pfizer's vaccine, and that one's for use in people 16 and over, and it's a two-dose regimen that's given three weeks apart. The second was Moderna's vaccine that's for use in people 18 and older, and it's also a two-dose regimen, but it's given four weeks apart. And the third one was just approved under the Emergency Use Act last Saturday. And it's the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, and it's for 18 and over and requires only one shot instead of two. And the other nice thing is that it doesn't require the same kind of strict freezer storage as the other two do. So that means it's going to be easier to distribute out to people in more remote areas where it's tougher to take out the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines because they have a strict time limit on how long they can be unfrozen. So they work in different ways, actually. They use sort of a newer vaccine technology. Old school or traditional vaccines have typically worked by injecting either a live but weakened virus, like when you get your MMR shot, or inactivated killed virus, like when you get the flu shot, and then your immune system is stimulated to make antibodies against the virus. So then it's prepared to fight when the real virus invades. The first two vaccines, the Pfizer and the Moderna are mRNA vaccines, which is quite different than those traditional vaccines in terms of how it works. They don't inject virus at all. So instead, messenger RNA is injected and that's basically instructions or like a recipe for your body to produce the spike protein that's found on the COVID virus. So then your body can use the recipe to produce the spike protein and that's then recognized by your body as something that's new or foreign, and so your body makes antibodies to it. So then later, if your body encounters the actual COVID virus, it already has those antibodies available to fight it. And the Johnson & Johnson vaccine works in a still different way. It uses an adenovirus, which is the same virus that causes the common cold, but it's been modified, so it's not able to make you get sick. And it carries a gene that codes also for the spike protein, and it carries it into your cells, So then your body is able to temporarily make the spike protein, but it doesn't make the whole coronavirus. And so then in similar fashion, the spike protein then triggers antibody production and other types of immune cells as well. And this process gives you protection from future COVID uh, infection. And Johnson & Johnson used this same kind of technology before when they made their Ebola vaccine. So it's important to know, um, also the Johnson & Johnson vaccine has some some negative press because it has a slightly lower rate of effectiveness at preventing moderate COVID disease. But it's important for people to realize that it's actually really, really good at preventing the thing that we're all most afraid of, which is hospitalization and death. And they're quoting actually 100% effective at, at that particular outcome.
0: So is the vaccine recommended or safe for pregnant women or those of us trying to get pregnant?
1: Uh, This is the million dollar question. So um, the first thing to be aware of up front is that honestly, none of the three vaccines was tested specifically in pregnant humans. So there's really no data to say that it's safe, but there's also no data to say that it's not safe. So there were tests done on animals. These are called DART studies, and they relate to reproductive toxicity. So they were done on both the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines. There were animal studies in Europe that showed no harmful effects. And there were also some rat studies on the Moderna vaccine that showed also no significant problems or adverse effects with using the vaccine. So based on animal testing, we think that it's safe. And we also know that the other vaccines that were developed by Johnson & Johnson that use the adenovirus process have been given to people who happened to get pregnant around the time that they got their dose. And so they watched those people and monitored those people. And there was no pattern of adverse or bad events in those people either. So we feel like they're probably safe. The American College of OBGYN recommends that vaccines should not be withheld from pregnant women. That's their official statement. And that's basically just based on our knowledge of the way that these mRNA vaccines work. So we don't expect them to have safety problems in pregnant women like any more so than anyone else, anyone that's not pregnant. So ACOG recommends what they call uh, shared decision-making for women that are pregnant uh, about the vaccine with their doctors. So for me, for example, when I see my patients, I wanna talk to them about what the pros and cons are for their specific situation. So things like what's the current level of COVID cases in her community? What ability does she have to limit her exposure? Like for example, if her job's as a nurse, that's really different than if she works from home at a desk job. Also, if she has any underlying health conditions, like if she has diabetes or or obesity, and those things would make getting COVID especially risky for her. So that might change her calculus. So Also, how many people live in her home? How much exposure are the people that live with her bringing home to her from their workplace? So we kind of talk about individualized risk or personal risk and also any fears or concerns they may have about the vaccine, because a lot of people have a lot. But I do let them know that I'm comfortable with the safety data and I'm comfortable giving it during pregnancy if they choose to get it. And basically, I encourage them to think about making their choice in the setting that we're living with, which is the urgency of the pandemic. Because unfortunately, we're in a position where we're forced to make a choice about this when we don't really have all the information we'd really like to have about safety. But you have to realize that it's not really just a question of what's the risk of her taking the vaccine, but also what are the risks if she doesn't take the vaccine? Because getting COVID in pregnancy is associated with severe illness, ICU admission, increased risk of having to be intubated and increased risk of death. And that's particularly true if she has underlying health conditions, like I mentioned before.
0: Is there anything else we should know, especially for those of us who are trying to get pregnant? That's an easier one. Um, (laughs) ACOG
1: recommends vaccination of women who are actively trying to become pregnant. So, yes, you should get the vaccine. And there's not any waiting period. Um, So, you don't have to wait any particular period of time after getting the vaccine before you start to try for pregnancy. And if you get your first dose, and then you find that you're pregnant, you should still get the second dose um, as planned because it protects you from all those things we were just talking about, all those increased risks of pregnancy.
0: That's kind of tied into my next question here. Do we know if there's any effect on fertility when you get the COVID vaccine?
1: Yeah, so it's a great question because, you know, once again, we don't yet have human studies. We will eventually, Mm -hmm. but right now we mostly have animal studies. So we don't really have specific data But the animal studies, again, are pretty reassuring in terms of effects on fertility. And it kind of relates to a little urban myth that probably a lot of people have been seeing on social media that I feel like I should address. So there's this idea that because the coronavirus spike protein has some of the same kind of genetic code in small places as a placenta protein, that the COVID vaccine could lead to your body making antibodies against your placenta. And that could in turn kind of cause infertility or pregnancy loss. But that's been examined. And the two proteins really only share just a tiny bit of their uh, genetic code. And they're otherwise different enough in structure that there's not that cross reaction. So essentially, the vaccine doesn't cause antibodies against the placenta. And that makes a lot of sense if you think about it just from a common sense point of view. Because 70 million Americans have been affected with COVID and they've all presumably made antibodies to the virus. So if those antibodies also attack the placenta and cause infertility, you'd expect that to have affected our national fertility rates. And it definitely
0: hasn't. How about breastfeeding? Is it safe if you have received the vaccine or if you've had COVID before?
1: Yeah. So that's really two
0: separate questions, but the answer to both is yes. So if
1: you have COVID, our evidence says that your breast milk is not likely to spread the virus. And breast milk is, of course, really protective for your baby against a lot of illnesses. And it's really the best source of nutrition for her. So breastfeeding in the setting of active COVID infection is still recommended because the benefits outweigh the risks. But you do want to wash your hands and um, you want to wear a mask if you have active disease. Secondly, if you've had the disease and you've recovered from it, or if you've gotten a the vaccine, then the mom's immune system is triggered to make antibodies against COVID, and those antibodies probably pass into the mom's breast milk, which is actually a really great thing. We know that babies routinely get temporary disease protection from their mothers in the same way, and that's why the whooping cough vaccine is recommended in pregnancy. So, so yes to breastfeeding in both cases.
0: So what should those who are pregnant know about keeping themselves and their body safe in such a crazy time?
1: Well, you know, again, based on what we know right now, we do think that people are at increased risk for severe illness from COVID when they're pregnant. And there's also probably some increased risk of bad pregnancy outcomes for the baby when the mom has COVID, uh, specifically of concern is preterm birth. So there's no way to have zero risk of infection, obviously. But You wanna be as safe as possible. And most of this is is pretty clear cut. The more people that you're around and the closer you interact with them and the longer that interaction is, the higher your risk of getting and spreading COVID. So you have to consider your level of risk and what you're willing to accept when you choose what you do and where you go. So the best way to protect yourself and your newborn would be to limit your interactions, wear a mask when you are interacting and stay six feet away. Try to avoid crowds and make sure you wash your hands.
0: Beautiful. Always good to remember that we still need to be doing that stuff. Yeah, those things are
1: still important.
0: Well, doctor, is there anything else you'd like to touch on before we wrap up here?
1: Just one thing. I just want to emphasize that getting as much information as we can about the effect of the COVID vaccine on pregnancy is really important. So for those pregnant moms that get the vaccine, I wanna really encourage them to sign up for the national monitoring program that's called V-SAFE. And you can learn more about that if you go to vsafe.cdc.gov. And when you participate in that program, you can report if you have any problems or any side effects after the vaccine, and then it helps us monitor safety. So if there's any trends and problems, we can investigate them right away. And so far, over 20,000 people have been monitored with this program, and there's been no red flags so far. So it's really encouraging.
0: Well, thank you so much, doctor, for sharing this vital information with us about the COVID-19 vaccines. Find out more about pregnancy and vaccines at dignityhealth.org slash bakersfield slash maternity. You can find more interesting and informative podcasts in our podcast library and be sure to share them with your loved ones, in this case, especially the pregnant ones. This has been Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health Podcast. I'm Caitlin White. Stay well.